Fuel, baby. Let's just start it. You see who we got in the set. It's Bag Fuel, Heineken, Esso. Everyone sees signs official in the building. And, I, and if we, we got a guest today. I'm not going to say special guest because that's tired, but we got a guest, official <laughs> guest today. Face, I got my guy Ish up in this building today, you know what I'm saying? The second most famous light-skinned nigga in media. <laughs> well, no. Go first. No, it's Joe, then Elliot, then you. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, that's I'm, a good hierarchy. I'm, I'm down 40 spots on that list, nigga. <laughs> well, who else? Light skin. Bitty light skin. Drama, man, nigga. Me, I'm talking about media. Drama just started a pod. Oh, he did. Man, he's pod. Yeah, that ain't the same. Come on, stop. So he's a media. Well, he's been had a show on Sirius, but we don't look at him as a media. I'm, I'm appreciative, my nigga. I'm honored. Thank you, dog. Yeah, I, I like the convo we was having before the camera turned on, and you, you said something very profound. Like, we always receive the information late. Why do you think that we have a tough time receiving the information from somebody that's feeding it? Because he was like, if Jay said it or if Puff said it, we jump to it real quick. True, true, true. Which I know that I, we're not downplaying them. Nah, I, I think it's um, I think it's conditioning. Two mm. ways, two ways. Like the neighborhoods we come from, <clears throat> pardon mm -hmm. me. The neighborhoods we come from, the people that we looked up to. This, this, this is one of the bad things to me in our culture. We visual, yeah. like black people visual. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I come to you and be like, yo, you should do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yeah, whatever, nigga. I'm, I'm driving the Cherokee, whatever, nigga. If I pull up in that shiny Lambo, you'll give me your mother social. Like, niggas will yep. give you everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you pull up with... You know what I mean? Niggas will give you, yo, what you need? What's up? Yo, I'll meet you at 7 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's how we are. We, if we can see it, we'll believe it. But mm. So that's why we, even in our culture with girls, all that shit, niggas get the cars before they get the houses because the girl don't see the house. Yeah. You can't put the house on your back. And ride around with the mm -hmm. shit, mm -hmm. but you could pull up in that thing. Niggas be living in their mother attic, but got a two hundred thousand dollar car outside. Yeah. And guess where the chicks gonna stay? In the right attic, upstairs in that hot ass attic, and give it up. So that's what we've been kind of conditioned to. We seen the hustlers, we seen the pimps, we seen the drug mm -hmm. dealer niggas because they had shit. Mm -hmm. So we immediately respect it because we saw it. Whereas with with other cultures, these niggas' money be longer than train smoke, but you won't know. Chilling. Like these niggas got on a t-shirt. T-shirt might cost seven hundred. Think about it. You know what I'm saying? Jeans might cost nine hundred. You don't know. So we kinda Like if Esso and I get on the train, it's gonna be like, what's going on? Something's wrong. But Keanu Reeves is on the train. Oh my so God, he's so down to earth. This guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they see this guy yes. on the A train, yes. it's a big story. Yeah, Yo, true. it's going, you know, it's it's interesting. Huh? What? Y'all not. Am gonna, I bugging or not? Y'all not gonna see me I on mean, the A train now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But imagine what the story would nah, be. It, 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 Ish, if you on the A train, you no, ain't Joe and Ice and uh, Queens Flip, what's gonna happen? It is. I'm, I mean, it's, it's who? Who? Come on, stop it. You and guess what? It made man. the news. Yeah. Exactly. How you know he took the train? He took a picture. There you go. <laughs> he made the news. Everybody know Puff. What's it, that? It's a Visual. big deal. It's a big deal if 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 he take the train. But if but What's it's your funny. Thoughts, a rich dude could do whatever they want. Mm. True. Which is which is backwards. Because you would think that the rich dude would be the one that you would keep of standard. Why you want to train? Mm -hmm. Why do you not have this? Why you not have that? But the dude that has less, or the person, even a female that has less, they always out there 
trying to prove themselves. Conditioning. You know what I'm saying? So you're trying to prove yourself through fashion. You're trying to prove yourself through keeping your hair cut every week, although you might not be able to afford it. You got to keep fresh wheels on true. your All feet. You got to get a good car. You told me niggas work oh, two jobs just to have a nice car. Yeah. Pay the car note. And, and, and no insurance. Yeah. Work two jobs. So you fighting against yourself. The number one thing that I tell people when they talk to me about money, because when you're working for yourself, you're going to go through peaks and valleys. I always say this. So there's times like two months ago, my money was coming in like a flurry. Last month, it slowed down. Right now, it's just picking up. But my key to my success is I, I work not to live beyond my means. Okay? When you ask me what car mm. did I have, yeah, I got a black grand Cherokee, right? But my wife also has a 750. I'd let her get the 750 because she wanted to enjoy something. I didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Follow what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm the type of person, get a get a accord, keep the money in our pocket, let's keep saving, and then when we dumb out, we dumb out, whereas you don't got to worry about the $1,500 true, car note true, true, and true. all the rest of that shit. Although true. I'm blessed that we didn't have to worry about that, but I'm cool with my Grand Cherokee and I can eat out every day. I can live pay life. my bills. I can go on vacation. I still could live life. I'm not whoring myself behind a mortgage and a car note. Live within your means. But the whoring, like it's just saying, that's the standard emission. Yeah. You know, like we, we, a lot of us come from so many, so our conditions that we, like, mm. I've known you for over 20 years. 20 something years. So I understand where you come from. A lot of us didn't have two parents a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> so what happens is, We've been conditioned and we've been fucked up so long that niggas remember getting picked on in the fifth grade. Yup. You know what I'm saying? Niggas remember not having no, your sneakers leaning. So now yep. you'll do anything in your power to not have to feel that again. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Revisiting and, trauma. Yeah. But but w- w- where we started off, um, we see, like you said, like if uh, such and such tell you some shit, like if Jay tell you, it's gospel. Cause it's Jay gospel. Because Jay's proving himself. But if... Another thing is, if the white man tell you, we look at the white man like they ice is colder than ours. And so we'll follow what them <laughs> niggas say, damn near verbatim too. Yes. Y'all, I swear, I've told people shit, right? And they won't listen. But let their white accountant tell them, Yo, the accountant makes a buck fifty, nigga. And you'll listen to what they saying because we have been conditioned to make think that these niggas is better than us. Do you sure. think you're ahead of your time? Because currently now you've been a personality for two years. Mm-hmm. Now people are saying, yo, Ish is really bringing value. But you're not saying anything different than when you first got on the microphone. No. But Actually, takes, I was a takes... little bit more more vocal back then. Mm-hmm. I, when I first came, I, I was a little vocal. Like yeah. We, we kind of pivoted a little bit on the show because um, I was kind of making it. They teased me because I'd be making the show too serious. You get what I'm saying? But so, it's needed. It's balanced. It's a balance. Though. Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is, uh, I I just don't think I don't flash. I'm not a flashy dude. Like I had this watch for ten years. You get what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not a flashy dude. So I think that <laughs> I said that I, I'm just laughing ish because I said that's probably ish behind me because ish ain't spending his money on the whole on, on, on no on no wild crazy kid in our car. I that. say yeah, that, but but the things you have is still like echelon. Valuable possessions, more or less. You feel but me? you won't know it. You think this average person? I think the average person can look and say, "Your car note would be for a car like that at least twelve hundred, depending on credit uh, and shit like that." Depending on 
write-offs. Dog, but but I, I go for it. Yeah, I guess. But even for me, I two years ago I was driving a, a F one fifty with smoke coming out. Was it a Raptor? No, nigga. It was a bot. Like again, and I can speak for him because I again I know him so yeah. long. Dog, I've been off the porch a long time. Yeah. So a lot of shit that niggas is just doing, I did when I was seventeen. I did when I was 18. My friends, like for the people that know me, y'all know some of my friends. Like my friends been was getting money for 30 years. So I was the little nigga, but I was jumping out the drop top and we leaving the top down, going in the skating rink. Yeah. And nobody touches nothing in the car. We come, we make our own parking spot. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm jumping out, going to the skating rink, nobody. That's shit that niggas is experiencing at 45 and 50. Yeah. I was doing it at 18, 19. So I don't necessarily feel the need to show that stuff because I I played in that game already. before. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But I'm going to be real-ish. I'm going to jump in on, 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 on a different end. Mm-hmm. We wasn't never showing the stuff. That's because true, because back when Because back then, when we were doing it and niggas had shit, like niggas had apartments when nobody had apartments. I had an apartment at 17 true. in Baltimore. I had, I had a car. He did. I had a car when nobody had a car. I was throwing parties with my own cash money. I was I was selling weed off the money I got from my school loans. You know, I was going for it. Okay. Any girl that was there, I was touching it. Mm-hmm. I was going nuts. You know what I'm saying? So now, of course, when you get to this time, you're going to look back and say, I'm not going to do that. But we wasn't doing it then. That's true. But so technically, I think I was. Even a clothes nigga. I wasn't no car. Like, my friends was, like, you got some niggas that really care about cars. Yeah. I'm talking about they just gonna keep yeah. some wet shit. That's just all in day. They, that's, that's DJ in they Clue. Wheelhouse. DJ that's Clue gonna keep some wet all, all right? day. But then you got some niggas that don't really care about cars much. They care about clothes. I was a clothes dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being dumb, I would spend my last on some clothes like rent. He was always. Fresh. I pay some rent later, but I buy some clothes now. And you fresh butters. He always had fresh butters. But that's to me. That is the showing off. It might not have been on social it media. Is. No, it is. But like you saying you have an apartment at 17 and I've been around you. I already know when you're young and you have a fresh, clean apartment, girls ain't used to that. They go in a nigga shit at 30. It's a layup. It's a layup. They're like, no, you got a a bookshelf and a coffee table. No, 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 it's a slam dunk. Them niggas had the- Fully furnished, Them niggas had the two story. Yeah. Them niggas had the duplex. Them niggas had the duplex. Don't tell these niggas, because they don't know. I be trying to tell these niggas this. They don't know. Hold on, let me shake that. Them niggas had the duplex at 18. Like, yo, come on. Pulling you, up like what? Yeah. That's yeah. that's showing off because then the the, it wasn't the word down is gonna get though. I mean, but the word gets out because then you get like when I was living down south, can I borrow some sugar? Yeah, come on in. Yeah, give me what some black su- girl, yeah, give come me some on sugar. In. They know they gonna tell like them niggas shits is clean. Yeah, yeah. You know how a girl go in your bathroom, she look under the toilet bowl in the Everything. back. When Cor- that shit clean, she like is clean. Cornets is clean, no cobwebs. It's up. You know that. And, I mean, it's funny because me, me, it's merged in a, in a different way. We merged playing basketball. So mm. we, we, we was rocking with yeah. Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So when me and Ish first met, we clicked immediately. instantly. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like, it was it was no pause and no nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we clicked. So we was like Kendrick Spirits. Like, he was from Jersey. I, I was also the young nigga that had the drug dealers. And I was, you know, they was coming down to my parties. And yeah, we was rocking was. off. But I always kept my own distance because I never wanted to get wrapped up in that other side of life. Right? I got a question for both of y'all. Y'all both came into this game 
this media game at the same time. Y'all both have made some landmark shifts. Why do why do you feel like y'all was able to really shift the mind frame a little bit? You want to go on? Yeah, yeah I'll you go, go ahead. Yes. Because it's different. For me, like, mm-hmm. I, I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, um, not even on no cocky shit. Go for right? it. I, I think it's diversity for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I could talk about a whole bunch of different shit, whereas everybody can't do that. Like, um, I got friends that is still are, some of them, um, knee deep in the street. So I have a knowledge of that life. Yeah. And I played a little bit. I wasn't them. Yeah. But I got niggas doing life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got niggas, mad niggas that I've lost in my life to the streets. Mm-hmm. I, I, they got me personally. I got shot twice, point blank. Right, niggas right here. So I got, I could talk that. But I've been to college. You've been to college. We could talk that. Um, I worked in corporate America. I could talk that. Mm-hmm. I, I was on a medium level in corporate America in my twenties. I wasn't an executive, but I was mid level in my twenties. Had yeah. I stayed on that past, yeah. I would have been an executive by now. Mm-hmm. So I could talk that. Um, um, I was an entrepreneur. I, I haven't had a job in 20 years. I could talk that. You get what I'm saying? So everybody, I, I, I've, I've fucked with a lot of women in my life. Yeah. I could talk that. A yeah. lot of people can't. You get what I'm saying? So I think, and I can speak for him because I know him and a lot of his walk of life. <laughs> Yo, everybody gotta... can't touch on all oh, of those things. And so that's what I a told nigga him. might know the music business, but not know no other business. Mm-hmm. A nigga might have no street shit, but don't know no corporate shit. You get what I'm saying? A nigga might know... Um, they might be a specialist in certain things. Finance. But, but they can't, like, yeah. it's like a spider web. Like, mm. I could reach out. Even if I know a little bit, I could have a conversation about a whole a bunch of, of shit. shit. And for him, I know him, so he could do the same thing. That's rare, especially from black men. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Agreed. Like, that's rare for black men. So I think that's why um, we kind of are, are uh, Making a pal a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to build on the diversity part. Mm-hmm. I think the diversity comes from the fact that we actually have experience. Yeah. In the and I say, I say it's a lot of people that's doing this talking on camera and they don't have experience in doing things. We have experience in failing. Mm-hmm. We have experience in niggas looking for niggas on the street. Nigga tried to kill me in 01 and I survived it. Niggas know that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's no. That's no secret. So you got the you got the experience with the women and and all these dudes be talking about chicks and and all that. Nah, <laughs> y'all yo, both shaky. Nah, yo, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nah, nah. because 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 I because I, I bought niggas on camera that have that has mentioned my shit. I don't even gotta mention it, nigga. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So when you have the experience and you both of us tried to sell drugs, it wasn't mm-hmm. for me. I told niggas <laughs> as soon as niggas said check a fiend. That's not in my business thing. I don't want to check no things. I'm not smacking no grown men up, beating niggas up and all that. that it just, certain things wasn't for me, so I knew mm-hmm. I had to make the best out of my party throwing. Sure. And Ish was there. I was throwing parties against crews of As niggas. A As a kid. Against crews of niggas. Yeah. These niggas was at college for six years by that time, and it was 40 of them together. Am I lying? And they were all putting their money together throwing parties and it was little old 18 year old me like yo I got 8,000 I'm gonna make it happen you know what I'm saying so that's in another state in in another state I I was in Baltimore City you know what I'm saying so when you take those things and you take the experience of losing money not eating 
having to get back to New York, learning to poly with Don Poole and fucking Dame Dash when they didn't even know you when you was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Throwing money in with the Month of the Man tour, then got to going to play basketball still for money, stealing from Nordstrom's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Nordstrom's. What? Yo, Nordstrom's no, nigga. Taking shit back. The Nordstrom's take back was yo, how niggas paid rent in college. Yo. Tell him, yo, Dog. you going? Ferragamos, the Nordstrom's used to write the number on the bottom. Yes. Nigga, you down? These shits cost 280 Yes, nigga. You put them on your feet, you yeah. walk out. Nigga. You bring them back the next day, uh. two days later, and they be like, yo, we only could give you up to $150 in cash. We'll have to mail you a check. A check is fine, bro. I need that hey, for my here rent. Here you go, right here. <laughs> That's how here we you, pay. So again, mm. those experiences, and it is, is again, that niggas had an 18, 19, 20, 21. Some niggas is just experiencing that 40. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? Like, niggas is still out here picking their girlfriend based off how she looked. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm lying? Yo. I'm lying? <laughs> that went over their head, Yo. though. Yo. Niggas gonna watch the camera like, of course, of course we're doing that. Woo! Right on the nigga head. You get what I'm saying? Niggas is doing that. Like, niggas out here, they girl be fly. She can't conjugate a verb. Nigga, she can't go to the PTA meeting and really have quality conversations with the teachers. I know niggas that we all know. Well, they, of course. They girl couldn't do sixth grade homework with their kids. Nope. But they, that's, that's who that's, you pick? That's, that's your queen? Fat. Okay. <laughs> Yo. Okay. Yo. <laughs> I got a question for you, okay. though. Okay. I got a question for you, though, on some real shit. When y'all first started off with Joe, you, mm -hmm. and uh, what's the other dude named Ice, Ice, right? When it was just you and Ice, I felt like that y'all didn't have the same chemistry that they had, that he had with Rory and Maul from the beginning. But y'all chemistry is up now. To me. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Did it, what changed, if anything? Nothing. Joe, Rory, and Maul. Niggas don't want to give Joe his flowers. Okay. We might not be in this room had it not been for Joe Budden. I agree with that. He, he's the right? pioneer of, like, of doing this shit. Niggas really don't be wanting to give him his flowers. Joe is abrasive. Joe, uh, 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 uh -huh. you know what I mean? Be, be, Joe, wow sometimes. But when, when, when these niggas made a path, Joe, Rory, and Maul made a path. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So based on whatever they did, it's hard to come behind that period, yeah. my nigga. Okay. Like it's hard to come behind behind that, and 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 uh, people know what they know. They like what they like. It's hard to transition niggas off of new shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when old Aunt Viv left, it took a long time uh, for niggas yep. to, to accept the new Aunt Viv. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so so when we came and we just brought a different dynamic to the show, like um I'm I'm talkative, again, our experiences. So I think Joe could go places with me on a show that he couldn't necessarily go with them okay. because they couldn't address all of those things. Like, they weren't parents. So we couldn't have parental conversations. They, they, they didn't never work in corporate America. We couldn't talk about some of that shit. So again, that diversity that Ice and I brought, they didn't necessarily do with them. With, with Rory and Maul, it was the drop dead funny. I'm at work. I, I use these niggas to get me through my work yeah. day because I hate this fucking job. And these niggas yeah. have me in stitches all day long. That was the value of the Joe Button podcast. It helped me get through my day comedically. Yes. When we came, it was a little more thought provoking at that point. 
we can now jump into conversations about certain shit. And then, again, there's no shot to them. I fuck with uh, Rory yeah. Moss. Yeah, cool. yeah, no, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. So, yeah. but we could jump into conversations that they might not have been able to jump into <laughs> on a on a more serious side. So now we we talking about thought provoking shit that's life based, not necessarily music based. I think a factor too is you know the friendship. I don't know what Maul's friendship is with Joe now. I don't want to speculate, but how they were together is way different than how you and Joe know each other. That camaraderie from that. Nah, that's not true. You don't think so? Maul think knew Joe before. Maul and Joe got 20 years in. That's what I'm saying. But Maul what and I'm, Joe have lived together for that double, matters. You know yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. <laughs> Me and Joe to. got that. I but listen to what I'm gonna say. How you're. I'm not taking the years. It's how you interact. Oh, that's possibly. Yeah, that interaction with what Joe and Maul has living together, what you have with Joe, is mm -hmm. a different. little bit different. It's so different. when it gets on camera, it's different. A person that's working the nine to five that's expecting that energy from Maul and Joe ain't gonna be the same with y'all. Not to say it's trash. Joe, Joe is strong willed. I'm strong willed. Yeah. So where me and Joe could collide, mm -hmm. and we can collide on camera. Mm-hmm. So when we cut, we got episodes on camera. Yeah. We we in full out screaming matches at each other. They never saw that before on the pod. Before. Yeah. Like they didn't necessarily because again, some of the topics weren't as serious. Mm -hmm. So they didn't necessarily challenge Joe on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Joe is a strong alpha. I'm. A, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just it's male energy. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Man, you could get in here and start arguing about rap or ball or whatever the case may be. Peace we can be in full-fledged yeah. screaming matches. You know what I'm saying? So that's just guy shit. Yeah, we guys, know that the yeah. guy shit. People on screen don't know that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, the dynamic is definitely different. Plus also what people really don't understand is um, for, for a long point of Rory and Ma, I think maybe three, four years, they were shooting one episode a week. Mm -hmm. And then when they got, I think the Spotify, Spotify deal, yeah. it went to two days a week. Me and Ice walked in the door shooting four or five episodes a week. My nigga, the Joe Button podcast works harder than any podcast out, by, bar bar none. People don't understand the we workload. We shoot four to five episodes a week. Our normal pods are three hours. That's a work, nigga, real work. And schedule. then behind the scenes on Patreon, we giving niggas two two and a half hours a pop. Nobody, in, especially in the black podcasting space, pods 12, 14 hours a week. Nobody. So if you gave me and Ice the ability to come in and shoot one three-hour pod a week. Got you. Throw that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who was doing that, though? Huh? Me and Flip. We were the only people who was doing that before. Y'all shooting content. No, 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 no. Oh. We was doing podcasts before. Like, we was, we was there, like, eight hours straight sometimes. But here's Yo, the thing. We don't though. leave till the 11, 12 o'clock sometimes at night. Nigga, if you watch the Joe Button podcast, you see we'll the start. The sun be out. Yeah. The sun be out. But on the Patreon episodes, it be dark. You feel what I'm saying? We there from in the morning to the nighttime. So, again, nothing mm -hmm. against Rory Maud and my niggas. What I'm saying is that if you gave me an ice new, never having no broadcasting media experience, none of the ice did. Ice had a little pod that he did, yeah. I think like seven to eight episodes. But if you gave us the ability to come in with a week's worth of topics and information, That's what I get my nigga, to. and only shoot one pod a week, it's do you know what the fuck I would have been doing on them cameras? 
It's concentrated. They would have had me on Law and Order by now. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I wanted to what talk are you about. about. Like, yo, dog, we have to get 16 mm. hours of content where some niggas do three in a week. Yep. So now we gotta kinda ration out. Yep. Yo, we gotta that's... save that for Patreon, mm. right? We gotta save that for this. We gotta save that for that. So us doing four to five episodes and niggas be guest based. You know how much pressure that take you off when you guest based? I could bring Snoop in. He's up for the month. Nigga, Snoop is so interesting that you can have a 10-hour conversation with Snoop. That takes pressure off the podcaster. All you got to do is have good conversation. Quality. Yo, dog, so how you get the corona deal? He going to go into 20 minutes of that. Right? How you do da-da-da? He going to go into 20 minutes of that. Bring up some pop. Bring up some sugar. Bring up... They going to give you the interview. That takes mad pressure off the podcaster. Nigga, we not guest-based. You feel what I'm saying? We shooting 14 hours of talking in a week. Some niggas don't do that in a month. So, again, no shot to them. The, 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 the pivot was way more than just chemistry. Mm -hmm. It was work. And we fresh off the street. No nothing, no experience, no nothing. Learning on the fly. With a so if you're saying that the chemistry is better... We, we learned some more shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We learned some more shit. Like, I don't know nothing about you got better. Voice inflection. I don't know none of that. I'm turning my head. Mic right here. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I'm talking to you. We arguing the mic right here. You can't even hear what I'm saying. Just certain shit like that um, came along. You get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Came along. You got to pick your spot. When it comes to the topics, like, because you know a lot of shows, they want to be very particular what they speak on. They want to stay away from things. 16 hours, that means... Everything is it's on, on the board. Everything is on the board. Just it's on the board. Everything is on the board. And you not you gotta understand too, even even for Joe, um, when Joe and them first came, Joe Joe was shooting. What you mean? Joe was making the headlines every week for something controversial that he might have said. Okay. I remember. Now it's business. They was doing that shit for free. Now it's business. So now your mind state has to change. The shit that you said at 18, you won't say at 38 mm -hmm. because you understand the ramifications behind your words. So a lot of people will say, like, Joe lost some of the edge. No, nigga, I just got smarter and I understand yep. that this could... I, I, <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> even Flip. Hold on. Even so Flip is chilling. Flip is, Flip is seeing down. another side of the business. Yep. He's seeing another side my of the man. business. That's my man. Like, I talk to Flip on the phone it, four or five times a week. He will. He will. <laughs> he will. But I think even in Flip, Flip's trying to tone that down because now Flip sees a bigger bag. Nigga, Flip is doing shit with the WWE wrestling. Mm. That's money, money. So now the shit I used to could do on Jamaica Avenue, I can't do no more. You get what I'm saying? So even with the with with the with the Joe Button podcast as a whole, shit that Joe might have said seven years ago, he won't say today. So that's some of the edge of the show too. Because I notice with Joe, sometimes it throws people off when a host or a person who's a personality they'll pause a little bit. You'll see them think before they speak, and people are like, "What's taking them so long?" That person's like, man, I want to address this topic, but I got to formulate my words accordingly so <laughs> I don't look crazy and get blown or, up. But I still want to be edgy enough yep. to, to make the... To make the show good. No. I want to be edgy enough to make it go viral. Viral. That's what I meant when I say when good. The negativity goes viral the most. 
Because that's where we come from. That's yeah. life. Yeah. That's be that's not a black thing, that's not a white thing, that's just a life thing. Niggas gravitate to the mess. I think that this is my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think that most people's lives is fucked up. I, I said this. I was just about I said to, this. I, 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 I did want to cut you off. I was about to say, who's who is excited about waking up? I, mm -hmm. and, and I'm glad I'm glad you said that because I talked to Heineken about this and I talked to Ghost about this too inside the car. I said, yo, today this this day went really well. I picked up a check for me and Clue. Everybody was praising us. Yo, you you doing your thing, you doing your thing. That next day, right, I floated to the bank. I was feeling so good, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? I floated. Mm -hmm. The same bank that I go to, I'll be like, Heineken, I'm going to pick up money. <laughs> this shit, this shit taking me forever. Mm -hmm. And then I caught myself and I said, yo, Han, I said, this is going good because I feel good. I'm walking good. Mm -hmm. And I, then I start talking to people about companionship. I told, I told him too, I said, companionship motivates motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. You need motivation sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's things within companionship of a woman that you can't see, you only could feel. I said that all of these people need motivation and they don't have it. Why? Because they not excited about waking up to their life every day. So since they're negative, negativity, negativity. negativity breeds negativity. Think about when we in the gutter. I'm saying that as like the black because I, I'm gonna give you up. No, he's a Nico, right? He posts positive shit, and this shit goes crazy. And I'm and I always ask like, how do you post this positive shit? You got people supporting got businesses. A, got a different fan base. Shit. That's yeah, it. Different fan base. Listen to this. Why is I'm explaining. We only support the negative it, Listen, think about this. Go right? back again. When you it's said a people. white people's country. Hold on, hold on. No, what but are you no, talking hold on, about? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. It's they fucking country too. One at a time. It just ain't a black person country. I'm not. Go back. When you said people's lives are fucked up. Think about this. Your life is fucked up. Yep. Boom. You be happy when you hear some negative Thank shit you. about Kim Kardashian. You be happy when you hear some negative shit about Kanye. You Relatability. That, you know what that does is? Yo, they fucked up too. Too. Good. Like me. You happy that they fucked up. <laughs> they fucked up too. You happy, yo, you be happy yo, that they fucked up. Bro, yeah. I swear to God, I yep. just had this conversation on the podcast. Misery loves company. Bro, you happy because it gives you a, yo, they not the all I see in life. Yep. They got problems too. You want to hear about their problems because your life is fucked, fucked up. up. All you see of them is, yo, the, the yachts. The, the the cars, the the clothes. Shopping so now when they marriage is fucked up or when they kids committed a crime, or you be happy like, yeah, Yo. they normal too. And then they call their girlfriend to cheer them up like, see, babe, I you ain't you the only one yeah. that's going through that. Yes. Look at what Kim Kardashian's yes. going through. Bro, listen, I had this conversation on that's the related pod yesterday. Mm -hmm. Bro, I didn't know that Lipstick Alley existed. What the fuck is that? What's Lipstick mm -hmm. Alley? See? Bro, I didn't mm -mm. know that Reddit existed. I know oh, about Reddit. I yeah. didn't, right? Because I had a whole different life. What's mm -hmm. Lipstick Alley? Bigger than Reddit. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like for, for what I heard, it's 15, 20 years in. It's a, a vlog or a blog site where they just talk about everybody. My nigga, people wake up at 8 in the morning taking shots at your mother, your kid. It's crazy. Yes, yeah, bro. it's been around so for years. So what I'm saying is I didn't know that existed where people wake up and just talk negative hate to motherfuckers all day long. But have y'all noticed, mm -hmm. and y'all tell me if I'm wrong, because I feel like I've seen this, that hate is at an all-time high Yeah, right but no you know why? why? 
Because it's cowards. Niggas is cowards. Yo, when we was young, if you said some shit you and you could find out about yeah. it, you get punched in your fucking <laughs> face. Now you can sit behind a desk in Australia and just write the meanest shit that your brain could come up with with no repercussions and no And they're recourse. not showing their face. No recourse. Some of the meanest niggas don't got no profile picture. Yeah, they got the egg on they says we're calling them. They got what you get what I'm saying? I don't, I don't even pay attention to Bro, the motherfuckers. My nigga, you could say whatever you want to say today with no consequences. When we was kids, you couldn't do that. Someone was so coming you to see watched you. your words, my yeah, nigga, because a nigga might see you. Yeah. yeah. Facts. You nigga, watched your words, a, a nigga, nigga, might, a nigga see might see you. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? And so today, they don't have that. They and, don't have And it. also ish. Niggas is mean, bro. Yeah. It's jealousy, too. The jealousy been around no, since no, the but, beginning but, of time. But now, before... It was only but so many outlets to really gain popularity mass. Television and radio and magazine. And you couldn't even see a person's face. You're doing how many views a month with Joe? Let's say 30 million. Mm -hmm. And this happened in two years. There are people now who are like, I hate this guy. Mm -hmm. he, he, caught a, he caught an alley-oop. He came out of nowhere. This is the same thing I told Esso. They don't understand the amount of work you put in, the friendship you've had, and you took the opportunity and you made it what it is. There are other people, like, they hate their job. They're doing 10 hours a week. I mean, 10 hours a day. They traveling. They're like, it just gets to sit around in an opulent place and have fun. They don't, we know what you do off camera with the real estate. You working, working. But even it's on camera, jealousy. even on camera, right? Mm -hmm. My nigga, my life that I've lived. Yes allows me to share my experiences on the camera. Absolutely. The life I live- And people are offended by that. My though. nigga, you just being Joe Friend don't qualify you to be on no podcast- I understand and be And be successful or mm -hmm. to be good at it. You're right. You still- You, you got still an opportunity, gotta you still gotta be good. You gotta talk. You gotta be good. You gotta be, I agree. I mean, I mean, I can go back to the time when me and you was at Mood and you pulled up in the pickup truck. Mm -hmm. And you was like, yo, I'm saying my real name because you know, you, mm -hmm. you, you was like, yo, Rand. I was like, I was like, what's up? You was like, I see you doing that pie and shit, but I'm about to be on Joe shit. And I was like, you are? You was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I ain't want to do it. And I was like, is you out your fucking mind? Before we parted ways, <laughs> I said, is you out your fucking mind? And for a nigga like me to be doing this, I need somebody like you to be doing it yep. too. I didn't want to do it. That's how we parted ways. And we didn't see each other in a minute after that. I said, I need you to be doing it too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right after that, you started doing the show. Duh. A year later, we met up at Sabor yes. and all that and talked about how we was both growing. Because I, 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 I was on Mav show at the time mm -hmm. and you was on Joe's show at the time. And we were trying to put our thoughts together. You was telling me what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. I was giving you ideas of what you should be doing. I'm saying that because in this space, I feel like the financial growth is gonna come from the camaraderie amongst the people. And mm -hmm. we don't understand yeah. that. Not the not not Joe Buttons and Gilly and Nori and them. They up there. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Where the strength is gonna come from is the people that's like us that's right under where they at, trying to get to that next level. Gotcha. All of these people have to have camaraderie, right? There's so many people that we've had on our show. Niggas ain't had us on their show. Straight up and down. I believe you. Yo, many, many, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm not gonna talk about it. I, I, I get, I, I get accounts like I told you about with the money. Mm -hmm. I spread the money amongst the same people and say, yo, I'm bringing something different to this space. I feel like us as, as because this space right here is another black people space to me. Sure, sure, mm. sure. You know what I'm saying? It's another crabs in, in, in the barrel space. And now we're suffering from people not understanding how if we stick together, we're more powerful to those powers that be because podcasting and YouTubing is still has a chance Virgin to move territory. up yeah. because people will stop doing it now because they don't have a space ghost and they don't have a camera crew and now they understand how bigger than that. But go ahead. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but why no, is it bigger than that? I, I think that I think that when people see us doing some shit, mm -hmm. they be like, "Oh, I could do that." Oh, yo. Niggas really think it's easy to cut these cameras on I and know, have compelling I know, conversation I know. and to be funny and to be inviting and to be engaging to where, fuck a million, if a hundred people watch you every week, that's an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Niggas think it's easy. Oh yeah, I barbershop talk all the time. And action. And they freeze. <laughs> Even if they could get it off one episode. Now, nigga, you got to come in and you got to repeat them results every fucking week. Everywhere. Can you do that? Luck and consistency are two things that can't be married. How can you be consistently luck? You can't. Now, you, like Esso has said, you, you got to be consistent that when luck comes in, you add that and you capitalize. But when somebody say you're always lucky, I'm like... Nah. nah. I've never even heard nobody say that. Yo, like, people be like, oh, he's lucky. So, or she's been lucky to be here for two years and get it off Because all the what time? niggas think luck is, luck ain't. They're oh, dumb. And they're I was dumb. about to say, they're dumb. Yeah, I, they I be saying, people. Their definition of luck is wrong. Yeah. People are dumb. So it's oh, that's like, jealousy too. But it's, it's, it's jealousy, mm -hmm. they're dumb. It's all about <laughs> with the people. It's all about what you allow to feed your brain. I mm -hmm. explain this to people. I know niggas be dumb, right? So I'm not listening to niggas. I don't even entertain them. I'm not even letting their dumbness filtrate through my <laughs> ear. I'm walking out the door. Purified I'm water. putting my headphones on. I'm acting like I'm getting a call and I'm out of there. Other people sitting down and entertaining. It's like women that be with their best friend, right? And they know she a lying ass bitch. But she still talks to her. They'll sit there. And I'll be like, why are you talking to this broad when you know she's a lie? Oh, that's my friend. I can't have no friend that's a lying ass bitch. That's not what I do because that's garbage. That's 90% of what the rest of the people is doing. So if you want to raise up and go to the next level, sometimes you have to be alone. Sometimes you a lot have to, of times. Yeah. A lot of times you have to be alone within your thoughts. And I go back to everything. Plot, plan, and put your plan into effect. That's what you have to do all the time. But I, I feel like we're not, as, 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 as a people, we don't sit down and understand who we're around that shit is and how it pollutes our mind, mm -hmm. our thoughts, and our negativity and make uh, you not want to get up yo, and, and proceed. Yo, you never been in a room and a nigga walk in and they just, they ain't even talk. Yo. They just fucked the whole room up. Yo. They didn't open their mouth. That still exists. <laughs> <laughs> <It's the reason. laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't yo, open their mouth. Ish. Fuck the whole aura ish, of the room up. Ish, we was all on a conference call. I'm not going to say who. We was laughing, smiling, having the time of our life. One dude came in. Immediately, we were all sad. All they had to do was say, 
Hell, I'm not sad. I'm not gonna say sad. It didn't make me sad. <laughs> but it fucked your okay. energy up in the room. The energy we was, was changed as soon as the motherfucker said hello. Yeah, it was every, everybody just was like, all right, well, let's see what this motherfucker got to wow. say. So yeah. think about that. So look, some motherfuckers be around that person three days a week, four days a week. Mm. What it, my nigga, you never been in a spot and ain't nothing specifically negative a bad happened to you. But when you leave a spot, your energy be down. Mm. You feel drained, like something heavy on you. My nigga, I believe in that. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like my mother's religious, right? So they have a different view. We'll call it energy today. It's, it's yeah. cliche, like no, nigga. Or hood niggas call it the vibes. The whatever vibes. the fuck you want to call it, right? <laughs> my mother and them used to be like, yo, that's the devil. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Whatever that's the fuck the you want to call it, my nigga, that shit exists and it's real. So when you're around positive people, like what's the quote? Uh, you take you take um your five closest friends, you somewhere in the middle of your five closest friends, right? So imagine if you got five friends that's doing fly shit. If you in the middle of that fly shit, you in a good place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Steve, I went to Invest Fest last year. And uh, the nigga Steve, uh, not Steve Harvey, uh, Tyler Perry was like, yo, he, his life, he uh, relates to like a wheel going up. And the nigga was like, one of the baddest things when you start becoming successful is on that wheel, people gonna fly off. And he was like, yo, that shit, it hurts you because these are niggas you love. Mm. But we know our friends' strengths, weaknesses, we know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might fuck with a nigga that, you know he really grimy, but y'all been friends since the third grade. He ain't necessarily grime you out. But on that wheel going up, he might spin off. My nigga, you, you, because you're getting in different rooms and you're going to different stratospheres and everybody can't come with you. Dog, even before you start going up, you got to start assessing some of the people that's around you consistently because they necessarily not good for you. Just because you've known a nigga since second grade or eighth grade, they really not a good person. You got to let them niggas lead. It ain't luck. It's not luck, mm -hmm. my nigga. The definition of luck is what? When um, opportunity meets preparation. Preparation, yeah. yeah, opportunity. The prep ain't luck. I agree. Dog, if you came in here today and said, yo, I'm down on my luck-ish, I got this Rolex. Right? It's worth 20. Give me nine. Niggas went on vacation for the last three months and blew the nine grand. You didn't prepare. If you would have saved that money, you could have taken advantage of that opportunity. That's not luck. My nigga, I prepared. Y'all niggas was in Cancun. Y'all niggas was over here in Turks. I didn't go. I got the nine grand to buy the fucking $20,000 watch. Simple. You get what I'm saying? Whatever opportunity comes across your path, you got to be ready to receive it. In real estate, somebody's grandmother might have died and they, they got a house free and clear. Yo, it's fucked up. I don't know how to renovate it. Ish, I'll take 200 for it. Everybody don't got the 200. Everybody don't have the means or the resources to get the 200. Mm -hmm. That preparation allowed them niggas to get that house. Of course. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's not luck. An opportunity fell off the truck. And I was able to capitalize on it because I prepared. Mm -hmm. We we minimalize niggas' accomplishments by calling it luck. That's where you I'm. Get what I'm saying? I it's hate not that, luck, and I hate that. Nigga. That's a a clever way of trying to downplay it, you know. And um, we 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 might use different words on that, like um, with the Kai Sanat situation yesterday. What what was your thoughts on that whole 
I, I don't know all of it. I heard that he was giving away free stuff. PlayStation. Or, or, or trying to. Yeah. And so many people came out that the city charged him with inciting a riot or something. Mm-hmm. Like two counts. The gesture is amazing. And I think that um, when you get as big as he is, you got to kind of learn some of the other shit. So he, he should have had the infrastructure in place to handle the crowds, um, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how many PlayStations he had. He but, probably didn't expect that to happen. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. That's why I said when you as big as he is, bro, he got a lot of ears. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Look, even on the show, right? Joe told me this before. When I he was like, yo, this is no lie. We was out one day. This is before I ever was on the show. I'm like, man, shut up. I'm talking to my man like how we kick it. He like, ish, it's different now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, dog, I'm Z liberal. I don't say celebrity. I don't say none of that. Like niggas be like nigga, you celebrity. I'm not no fucking celebrity. I say, I don't the, same. Even like I say the same thing. I'm not like no fucking celebrity. Bro, bro, bro. Thank you. I'm but popular. My when you go, growing. When you go to another country and niggas is begging to take a picture with you, when you go to another place and the nigga is, I come out the bathroom, a nigga standing right there, bartender like, yo, I seen you when you walked in. Yo, bro, I just wanna. You know what I'm saying? Like so yep. stuff like that, you gotta start moving a little different. Mm -hmm. Right? Kaisenat is huge. So he has to do things in a more organized way. It's, it, I think it's a learning lesson for him. And I think, again, I wanna take my hat off to him because the gesture matters more than what happened. Yeah. The gesture and him trying to give back to some kids or that shit is fly. That's fly. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I just think that, you know, he might have been a little bit, um, he engaged it right. Because he didn't think that many people was. He didn't, he, he mean, didn't understand his he, power. He's a West Coast dude, and I'm not saying he ain't been to New York or don't he's know from about here. New York. Oh, is he? He's from the Bronx. Oh, all right, but oh, I, I, I thought he was, he was on. The... It was a big deal because it was his first time back. Yeah, okay. he's been in the oh, West Coast. Back in New York. Okay, yeah. but this is my point. Okay, mm -hmm. he's a West Coast he, dude. When he left New York, he had some money, or y'all know. He, he's really he's from, from here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's okay. here. Here. Streaming in his crib. When did he blow? When did he blow up? Because a mouse was on his camera in the crib. That's how crazy it is. <laughs> he blew up because a mouse was in his live stream and niggas was clowning him because he had mice in his crib, but he was living in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Can't make this shit. Him. Then he went to California to do the 30 days. And took off in Cali. Mm -hmm. Took off in Cali. Gotcha. And then he came back and yeah. he's been out there and then he been, oh, so he's from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. From that whole shit. Yeah, I mean it's I, I, like like it's 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 a lot of things that go on in my mind about the Kai thing because Such what? As, mm -hmm. One, I think when he got on that rolling loud stage rapping, that was a big mistake. I think that y'all know I felt that way. We spoke about it in he the other episode. To, he didn't need to be rapping. Once you cross over into that rapper lane, especially in 2023, you looked at totally different. He shouldn't have did that. I said that prior to that. And like I, I didn't realize how powerful his voice was like y'all did. Mm -hmm. And it could be the powers that be they don't I, want him to be that. Like the 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 easiest way to sink a nigga is to put a lawsuit on a nigga fast, or create a or create a narrative that they a troublemaker the, or there you some go. negative. And Twitch don't pay him. There you he go. gets paid solely off the people. He not on Twitch no more. Yeah, Twitch. I thought he. Yeah. I thought, remember they had kicked him off. He's not to deal with got, Rumble. He got a show on Rumble. Mm. He got a show on Rumble mm. with another, but he's on Twitch still. Oh okay. And. The, I, I remember when we was talking about Dr. Umar, I said how they don't look at him as a threat because he can't amass a certain amount of can't men. Can't mobilize the people. That, but I was like with Andrew Tate, um, um, 
before he passed away, Kevin Samuels, Kai Sanat. They can mobilize the people. He can mobilize a lot of, and he can influence young men. So if he's not in pocket, he can create a narrative to shift those men's mindset. Hey, fuck these Or just staff. shift the public view. Yep. Once you got a fan base, you got a fan base. But we'll shift the public's view about you. So now we'll limit your advertising dollars. We'll mm -hmm. limit the corporate money. You know what I'm saying? To 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 Or a lawsuit on your ass. Yep. Pay, pay for some lawyers. The, the number one way that we go down is the lawyer. <laughs> taxes. Okay? It, 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 taxes, the, the lawyer. Look at what they trying to, look at what all the con Lizzo. All, the, all, all the controversies going on with Lizzo. Cardi B. Envy and the house stuff. Yep. Cardi B with the microphone. Like, like the easiest way to bring niggas down, even go the back baby. to- The baby. The baby. You go back to even Irv Gotti with Murder Inc. Dynasty that went down. That was the first time we saw it. Because that. of legal ramifications. So you wanna, you wanna, you, you wanna do what you gotta do, and you wanna try to stay out of harm's way. And if you got that popularity, like you saying with Kai, yo, you're gonna have to get the right sponsorship and you're gonna have to spend some money to secure everything. What you about to say is there you go. But I, he's young. No, the security, like, yo, again, I think he's gonna grow from this. Yeah. I think he's gonna grow from this. Yo, when you when you play a sport. Nigga, when you go across the middle and you ain't really <laughs> size the linebacker up, you catch that shit and he lay you out. Next time you tippy toeing across the middle, you you know what I'm saying? It's it's just a learning a learning lesson for him. Um, and again, he a young positive dude, so I don't want to take away from that. Um, I think that what what you saying, a lot of us when we start growing, mm -hmm. those associations change. Yeah. They got to, because these niggas will start bringing you down. And that's where the lawsuits come from. Nigga, we was in fucking Maryland when Allen Iverson was running around. Remember? Yeah. Like we was Do in, I remember? Like, yo, we was down there when Allen Do Iverson I, is... I don't talk about that. that, no, that, that you don't. I don't that's talk funny, about bro. that stuff, Allen bro. Iverson was D.C.'s... He ain't from D.C., but he was D.C.'s golden boy. He was their son. You understand what I'm saying? Before Philly. Philly loved him, yeah, but D.C.? but he's from Virginia, my nigga. So mm. that nigga would show up at Love with... It was DC Live, you know what I mean? Like niggas. But anyway, look. Blossoms, Public Garden. Deep, bro. And over a period of time, that starts to be problematic. Mello tells the story when David Stern pulled him in the office and said, yo, Mello said the niggas start naming his boys' names. Like, yo, such and such, such and such. He right. knew them niggas' and, names. And, and he did this crime and he did he this said, yo, crime. yo, what you want to do? You want to be in the street or you want to be a basketball player? Mello said that conversation changed his whole outlook on everything. Like, yo, he knew my niggas' names? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Huh? He knew the niggas' names. He said, yo, I know this dude. This is they had private investigators yeah. back then, bro. You know, the league always been like, like that. Like, yo, so I think that um, to Cardi or Lizzo or why you why Jay don't ever get in none of that? He, he did. did when he was younger. He did, and he, he, he did when he was younger. younger. And, you got, and you step back. He's learning, Kelly you shit, learning yeah, from you learn. all of this shit, my nigga, and now you have to grow uh, and rise above all of this. If you want to get to a certain level, you have to modify. Fam, niggas don't even read. Yeah, niggas don't read. Niggas won't read a fucking book. So if you're But can niggas even read? Listen. You, no, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, read, no, no, look, he, dog. That's, that's still your circle. They don't read, they can't read. If, you, if, you, if me and my niggas, right, we got to 10 million. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know, I don't know. 
where to go from here. How the fuck do we move? You either got to do one or two things. You got to now start surrounding yourself with niggas that's at 100 million that could give you some game and some advice or mm -hmm. some tutelage and knowledge mm -hmm. how to get up, which we don't really be fucking with other men because we be alphas and, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, niggas won't take advice. Or number two, you have to now start educating yourself and putting shit in your brain that you didn't know to elevate. It's mad niggas that's at a ceiling that can't get no higher because they not getting no new information in their brain. It's your ego too big to accept and receive new shit. The hardest part is changing your circle because you get, you felt like you got inspiration from the circle that you was around. Or they was with me on my climb. And you don't, the yeah. streets teach us that too. It's so hard to break away because one, all right, let's say this. We make good money, right? My sister's still in the hood, mm -hmm. right? She got two kids and my, my great nephew and all that. I don't have enough money to give them a million dollars to move them out the hood. So I'm still exposed to these same motherfuckers. Mm. And you gotta be gentle with the relationships because now your family is at stake too. Although you in fucking Bel Air partying it up, my, my sister and my niece are still in Southside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing about it is they don't wanna move nowhere. That's yeah. the crazy shit. That's the car. They like it. That's one of the that, That's what people don't understand. That fear. When it's I fear. first got my first bag in, two, in 2003, I paid off my school loans, which was 78000 I had like 100000 left, and I was trying to give my sister Lori, this is a fact, 50000 to get out of Rochdale and get a house because I didn't want my niece being in there. My, my sister was like, why would I do that? I'm fucking comfortable here. Everybody knows me. I got a parking space. This is right by my job. And instead of giving me that money, if you want to help out when my when they need stuff and all that, we'll use that money for that instead of trying to move into a house and be stable. That's real shit. You can't grow. You stagnated. Look, and for his experience, it, this is a real story. In, in my hood, right, they knocked some projects down in my hood. Mm. And when they knocked the projects down, they gave all of the tenants statewide New Jersey Section 8. Mm. Which means you could go anywhere in New Jersey. Holy. One of my tenants, right? His daughter, he was he older. He was like 50 something. His daughter got the voucher. She moved around the corner from the projects. And said, yo, I don't want them to change schools. I don't want to take. I'm like, nigga. This is a blessing for them to change schools. You act like she going to fucking five-star blue ribbon award winning school. She's in the hood. Nigga, where niggas is getting popped. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, we are conditioned to stay in that four block radius. Yeah. But niggas it, never got outside of that radius because they scared to death but ish, of what's on the other side. Ish, you know how the hood is. See, y'all was in Maryland, y'all was in Virginia. That's a different lifestyle. I live down south. You got to go to the Publix. You can't just go to the corner store, the Winn-Dixie or whatever No, it nigga, is. we was in Baltimore. But, oh, that's even <laughs> worse. No, but it ain't. I've been trying to yo, tell them. We wasn't in motherfucking. I've been trying to tell them. Like, my this. family is from Virginia. Okay. I wasn't in Tappahannock with my family from, nigga. I was in Baltimore. Baltimore City. This is what I've been trying to what tell them. talking about? Yo, dog, we had fly shit. The fly shit he talking about? Nigga, I had a two-bedroom deluxe. I could lay down in my walk-in and stretch out. I'm 6'2". Mm-hmm. Nigga, for five thirty-five. Yes, five fifty. Wall to wall carpet. Carpet. Yeah. New 
Tell my mama just feeling shit. Tell my mama just feeling shit. You come in, the bottom shit, you go upstairs. Upstairs, downstairs. Yo, yo, these is regular apartments, nigga. Nothing crazy. That's how much the rent was. My shit was 550. My shit was like. You still have rampant homelessness. Nigga, we was in fly shit for 550. In Baltimore, you could get an apartment when we was there for a buck and some change in the hood. Yes. And you still got homeless people running around. That lets you. Yo, down south poverty. Niggas don't understand, like, when. Down South poverty and our poverty be different. Them niggas in Memphis and Arkansas and, and all Kentucky. of that. Kentucky. Them niggas that be at the bottom, they at the bottom. bottom. Nigga, North right now is bad. Mm-hmm. We got $2,500 apartments in Newark. We got $4,000 apartments in Newark. $6,000 apartments in Newark. Nigga, ain't no $6,000 apartments in some of these cities. That shit is... Unheard of. So when we start talking about the hood, everybody, oh, nigga, I'm from Brooklyn, nigga, I'm from Queens, nigga. Go down, go to Cherry Hill. <laughs> go down Westport, nigga. Go ahead. They grind you Nigga, the wire was uh, yeah, HBO does an yo, amazing bro, job. I bro. tried to tell they you. They watered it See, ish, I, I, I tried not to date myself, not... but I told them niggas, I said, when the wire was on TV, not only was I living where the dope spot was in the back of my shit. The nigga who I was down there with was Avon Barksdale, nigga. Bro, like, niggas don't Facts. understand. Like, bro, <laughs> every hood, every state, every country got a motherfucking <laughs> ghetto. Go to East London, nigga. Yeah. Go ahead to East London. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we don't understand. Go to Toronto. Nigga, yeah, like, Toronto is ain't... sweet. Go to Toronto and That's get to the gas, most nigga. places. Get, get, get tear yeah. gas out of fucking Toronto. Everybody, nigga. everybody got goons. I tell everybody, everybody got goons. Everybody got niggas that'll commit crimes for them. Everybody got cousins and family from the hood. Mm-hmm. Everybody got niggas that got a couple dollars. Everybody knows a blood nigga. Everybody knows a crip nigga. Everybody got niggas. Yeah, that's fast. Right? So niggas need to be tipping lightly and stop thinking that they the toughest thing in the fucking world. Be respectful. That's it. That's it. Be respectful. And it costs nothing. Like, dog, so so to your point, we, we was talking about before, mm-hmm. like, bro, us as black people, niggas be scared to death of the unknown. Yeah. Right? I got friends that have made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in the street. They'll sit in a room with 40 niggas, and them 40 niggas collectively might got 200 bodies. Yeah. And they comfortable. If you put these niggas in a room with a five foot eight white man with a tie on, these niggas be sweating bullets. I don't, this is so backwards to me. Right? That comfort zone in the room with the motherfucking, you know what that is. You know how to navigate that space. Mm. That room with that five foot eight white man, you don't know how to You know. don't know that space. That's uncomfortable territory for you. So how do you get over there? That's where you see the Jay-Z's. That's where these niggas are the anomaly because they could play in both rooms. But what was the change? Because because let's say this. Jay wasn't playing in both rooms. Is this okay. the reason why Jay felt like is this the reason why the other side convinced Jay to get away from Dane? Possibly. Was, was it because where they feel like Dane, that's possible. Dane was the one that, that's going to keep you here? That's possible. And you got the potential to go here? That's possible. Now, what about the Dane, though, that got you to here, that has the potential to go there, but maybe they can't control him? They can't control Dane. That's it. Does that... Dane rip? was abrasive. Dog, from what I heard, and again, I don't even like talking some of this shit. Yeah. From what I heard, I heard 
the nigga Lior had that building shook to death. I heard if Lior called a last minute meeting, you would see niggas sprinting through the halls. Dame is not doing that. Dame is not doing that. So he sets the example for other dudes. So now you got the rebellious nigga Dude, that could potentially good. brainwash Dame. the rest so of the, the niggas to not follow suit. We got to get this nigga out of here. Yeah, we know, because we know Dame ain't running. He ain't running. For another man that ain't going <laughs> to run for me? me? Oh. <laughs> you're not running for me? Yeah, nigga, I call not last running. setting meeting. Are you going to run for me? If you're not going to run for me, I'm not giving you the same. If it's not reciprocal, I'm not. And going. guess what Dame would have did? He would have tapped Jay on the chest. Don't, don't move. Nigga, we've seen it 20 years ago, Dame cursing Kevin Lyles yeah. out. Yeah. About bring about about using his Rockefeller core. wasn't Rockefeller yet. They was just they, they was they, emerging. They were, it, it, no, it was happening right at it that was moment. Happening at that moment, they wasn't even Rockefeller yet, and he was cursing them out. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nigga. I mean, and... and, and, and We've seen before I, the breakup, Dame going to Def Jam office, cursing them niggas out around that table. Like, like a child. Like hours. a child, like a child tongue lashing. Mm -hmm. Cursing <laughs> these niggas out around... We gotta get this nigga out of here. This yeah. nigga's problematic. Gotta get this nigga out of here. He can't be putting this shit in the, in the brain. This is Nat Turner-ass nigga. We gotta get yep, him out of that's here. That's it. And because he's going to say, hey, this contract ain't right. Remember how um, when you was breaking down the contracts and people started saying, who the fuck is this, this Randy guy? You getting these points. They're like, whoa, whoa, he's teaching these guys how to really get their out, value. I, I, I was out that label. That Fast. was Murder, Inc. Fucking Earth Gotti gave Ty Murder, Cadillac Ty, mm -hmm. a contract. And it said 16 100% songs. So me and Ty was in this house. We in Southside. I just graduated from college. So I went to school for this shit. So I'm like, I'm, really, I'm looking at this shit. I said, Ty. And Ty like, yo, ran. Man, I'm going to write 16 songs. We lit. Because I was, I was supposed to be, be fucking managing What's them. 100% songs? Watch. Wow, wow, you going to break right, this down. Right, this shit you. is ill. A 100% song is, like, say Joe Buns put out um, Pump, Pump It Up. Mm -hmm. Right? If Joe wrote the whole record, he only get 50%. If he wrote the whole record lyrically, okay, because the beat nigga got to get fifty percent. Producer niggas got. So when they say you got to do a one hundred percent song, that means you got to do two songs that you wrote fifty percent of the whole shit and make for. Make one one hundred percent. There you go. So if they say you got to have sixteen one hundred percent songs, that's thirty two fucking songs. songs or songs that you had to write and produce yourself to equal one. You're not a producer. You're, you're a, a rapper. Producer. So so so. Let me ask you this: If you have a feature in there, does that Take down. It doesn't. Okay, it, cool. It's all I'm gonna tell you. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. So that's if you wrote the whole record, gotcha. right? So they sold Ty on it because he was writing Vita's rhymes. Vita, you know what I'm saying? Everything Vita did, Ty Murder was writing it. Mm -hmm. That was my idea because Vita went to Morgan State with me, which he know. <laughs> and Vita was a part of my crew. Vita, Trisha, Shanae, and Joy. Joy's a big fucking stylist right now. It's it's notice. So. I convinced him to write Vita's rhymes and shit, which was a great idea for them. Never got no credit, never got no money on my end. And then when Todd was like, yo, I'm gonna write Vita's songs, I said, but you know, if somebody writes lyrics on Vita's shit, you don't even get 50%. You don't even get 50% no more, they busting it down. Then you gotta get bust down. So this same 16 songs is definitely 32. Minimum. Right? That's it could be minimum. 40. It could minimum. Be, it could be four hours, three hours, four hours. It could be 48. To 55 songs, okay? 
with clearances and three-quarter rate and all this other type of wild stuff that he didn't know, and he went in there and had a fucking heart attack, okay? <laughs> Bruh, and that's why I did Two not weeks want later, nothing to do with the music business. Thing. Two weeks later, I was not at Murder, Inc. no more. <laughs> Two weeks later, Irv Gotti made up a whole story about this shit, and... Niggas looked at me and this is Irv Gotti's castle and you can't be here. But that's the information. That's get this nigga out of here. Don't be telling them what they got to do. Let them go work, take their pennies, and renegotiate if they figure it so, out. So to one of your questions that you asked in the beginning, that to me, mm -hmm. um, again, I don't know much about the music business, but being on Joe Button Podcast has been a fucking... learning. Look. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I shit be coming in. Yeah. Joe knows this shit. Joe got a PhD in this shit, mm -hmm. right? He done been fucked over mad times. He done been on majors. He done been on minors. He in done been independent. Yep. He done did all of that shit that you could... Uh, like, even in podcasting, some of the routes that Joe has taken, nobody's ever taken. Mm -hmm. Joe don't got no ad dollars. Joe's 100% independent. Niggas be dissing them for that. You get what I'm saying? So when you, when you try all of these different angles, you learning. If I was independent, I learned the, the pros and the cons of independence. If I was on a major, I learned the pros and cons of being on a major. Thank you. If I was on a smaller label, I learned the, what was it, Koch and E1 in the e back of the day. Yeah. I learned from that. So you take from all of those things and make yourself stronger, right? I think, it's my personal view, if any nigga came up in the music business and got fucked over, if you continue to extend the same fuckery to these kids, you should be punished. So you don't think what mm. Mace did to 5 Forum was correct then? Because Mace got robbed and they said he robbed 5 Forum with the contract, gave him like yeah. $5,000 so, and all shit. So this is a true story. My lawyer is friends with a couple of the people involved. And my lawyer said that when they was on, when Mace came to Gillian Wallow show, he cleared up a whole bunch of the rumors yeah. around that because he called one. What's the dude he called on the phone? I see him. You gotta, you gotta watch that. That's why I asked him. They about said it. when he called that one nigga on the phone, it exonerated Mace of everything. Got, got you. I got you. They said, yo, the the deal that allegedly Mace got Fabio, he couldn't have gotten without Mace, and the nigga that he got the deal through was on the phone with mm. them and said, yo, nah, he right, he didn't do nothing wrong. So, again, rumors is rumors, facts is facts. I don't know. I don't really even be trying to get in, in these nigga shit because I don't... Because you be spinning shit so much. So, yeah. But what I'm saying is when the facts get laid out, if you got bullied when you was little mm -hmm. and you learn martial arts now because you don't want to get bullied no more and you take your martial arts training and you start bullying niggas, you are a piece of shit. Yeah. Because you know how it felt to get bullied when you was small. Why, you know it. So the same thing applies to me, to these niggas when they start conducting business. If you got fucked in your deal and you give a nigga a similar contract to what you was mad at, you're a piece of shit. Mm. And that's why we won't grow. And that's why we can't do the group economics thing or we can't... You know what I mean? Collectively come together because niggas don't want to sit at a round table. It always want to be a nigga at the head of the table. Always. Well, I'm gonna say this. What's you, up, best? You, you, I'm, I'm. This is my last thing. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna be one of them niggas. 
you already told me about something that my wife was telling me about or using my great credit mm -hmm. to use the business line, to get the business line of credit. You told me about buying the crib that I could rent out and set the people up and let them pay for my mortgage. And I'm looking into that. So the people that you said could set me straight, I'm going, I'm, I'm looking in that direction and now. I don't middleman most shit. Mm. It's very few things. And niggas be like, yo, that's dumb. And, and maybe they got a point, right? I'm not, I don't really middleman most shit. So if I got some information, I give the information away for free. I'm not in competition with nobody. Mm -hmm. So you might be at a 20. I might be at a 60. Some niggas won't give you information when you're at a 20. They'll give you information at a 5. But when, when but you start getting up there... Niggas stop that. They cut the faucet off because you might can now jump over me. I'm at a 50. You might take that information and get to a 60 or a 70, and now you're ahead of me. I'm not. I'm running my own race. I'm not in com competition with nobody. Mm. I want you to be successful. So hopefully, if you think like I think, you'll bless me on the back end. Yeah. Is that with your peoples? Is that with anybody? Or is that with people in, in, in your circle that's privileged to get a chance to meet you one-on-one? -on -one. No, no, or is that I, with everybody? I, I'm kind of like that for the most part with everybody. Like, dog, in my DMs right now, I got 30, 40 conversations going on in my DMs where I'm, I'm showing niggas how to get their first house or I'm showing niggas how to get out of this or get you, out of that. I'm supposed me. to be getting paid for that information. Yes, you are. <laughs> See, I get paid for mine. <laughs> and me and him, talk, me and him talking he about does. that walking up the he stairs. Does. He, he said, you does. get paid for that? Yeah. You get paid for that? You get paid for the clothes? So, you get paid for that? Yes, nigga. Like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, even Joe and them be like, nigga, yeah, all right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah Joe's going to be like, nah, fuck But this. you also got your real estate business pumping, and you also, and correct me if I'm wrong, you also get a check from being on the show. If I if I had a show that I was getting a check that I, I was satisfied with because we making all our money, and that ain't no that ain't no slight to y'all. I'm just saying, situation different. If I, if I was on a Joe Button show or a Gilly show, and they were paying me good, and I could just do by other people and pay my shit, I would. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? But this is part of my in income and how I'm, I'm, I'm not, getting I'm to the next mad. level. You can't be mad and then, at how and then, mm -hmm. and, then, and then later on, I'll be the person that'll help. Do I help people now and, and, and not get paid? Yes, I do. But it's not random niggas on my DM. I understand. It's niggas like yourself, people who I know, like the conversations with Zoe dude that's out here. I see him grinding and he had us on the show and he looked out and he shows up to, to my events. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to those dudes and give them advice and tell them what I think and what I know. It's the best course of action. Exactly. Exactly, but everybody else, you can't just randomly call me with that. No. Yeah. Who taught you the real estate game? Me. Yeah, me. He's himself. For the most part, I mean, um, throughout your journeys, you you know, like I got niggas that I grew up with, but we wasn't close like that when I started buying houses. But we, you know, these are my niggas, like some of my closest friends on the planet now that are way more successful than me in the field. Mm. So I'll pick up the phone. If I don't know some shit, I could get some oh, knowledge. Dear. I'll call some niggas that I could get it from. But um, initially, it was me. I went to a seminar. I went to a seminar in maybe 01, 02, little real estate shit. And uh, I just hit the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I didn't want to um, be working for no... I had gotten... This is the true story. You know how uh, they be like, yo, man, you, I trained my boss. That really happened to me in corporate America. I trained my boss. Mm. 
and they fired me for no reason, my nigga. Like, this is 20 years later. I could see if I did some bullshit. I'd there be was like, a they reason. caught me doing some bullshit. There was but a reason, though. I got though. fired, and I, I remember how I felt. Because I ain't do nothing wrong. Hmm. I remember how I felt, and I was like, this is what they be talking about. And it happened to me, luckily, at an early age, hey, to where I wasn't... Con condition. I didn't have kids. I didn't have kids. I didn't get the conditioning that these niggas are my only... It's my only route. It's yeah. only my, so, it's all I could dog, do. It's my paycheck. I, I, I learned early. It fuck, they fucked me early, and I was like, all right, cool, I got you. I, I see where y'all coming from. I don't want to feel like that no more. Again, I told the HR lady on my exit interview, I said, yo, imagine if I had kids. On the exit interview, I'd be like, take this. No, nah, shit. I'm like, like, yo, imagine, <laughs> if I, imagine if I had kids. Because when they bring you down to HR, they, they got to let gotta, you know. They got to let but you when, know. When you downstairs yeah, in HR, a nigga is shit. upstairs packing your yeah, shit. Yeah. Because you security. can't never go back to your computer. Yeah. They got security. You never worked in corporate. Yo, that Yo, shit is niggas is upstairs. You in the HR office. Yo. They talking to you. And they rumbling through your shit, packing your shit up. Yeah, mm -hmm. my nigga. Kicking like, you the fuck out at the same time. Work. You can't go back to your computer uh -uh. at all. That's crazy. You yeah. can't, nigga, you had a picture of your baby? Yeah, that picture in the car. In the, box, in the, in the box. Yeah, you had uh, Callous Cowboy shit? It's in the box. Box. All of your shit is going to be in a box. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking to the lady and I'm like, yo, I didn't even do nothing. But imagine if I had kids, I see how people go postal. They yeah. giving y'all they all. Oh. Niggas is coming in early, leaving late. They they feel like, because that's what They're they sell you the on company. in corporate. They sell you on, yo, we a team. You, you, Bullshit. It's good for the team. You get what I'm saying? But, but, and these niggas are dumping you on your fucking head. But the reason why that dude did that to you, he identified and he knew you was a threat to his success. If you're the one that's training him and he leapfrogs you, that's only because he he did some. No, other... it was it was a lady. I'm about to say it's not him, it's the company, it's the company. that's oh, setting company. him up. It's his higher ups that oh, are doing that. His high yeah. See, yeah. It, it was that, a lady, but that's it was corporate her America. Yes, yes, he comes in. Okay. And they're gonna have him the guy that you train. He a pawn too. He a pawn too. He a pawn yeah, too. They, they, yeah, all, I agree with that. Yeah, like yo, dog, and you can't even be mad at them because if I was on that and a nigga hired me and they like, oh yeah, this the team, and then they fire you, I didn't have nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. But we know if we understand this, mm -hmm. this is the one thing that music business teaches you, okay? It teaches you everything because it's corporate, it's hood, it's ghetto, it's this, it's that. They will replace you in the building, mm -hmm. okay? The you record are. labels are corporate. Mm -hmm. Don't get it fucked up because you see a couple of niggas who work marketing and promo and do radio. Be having changes. Yeah, and, and they be having a couple of changes. The, the rest of the motherfuckers, they in the building, they're corporate, and they get fired the same exact way. Yeah. Like Ish saying, they bring people in. Dude be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rocking with Ish. Why? Because I, my son need that job. Or my or my or mm -hmm. my cousin need that job. Favoritism, so we gonna nepotism. have him. It, this is, it's not. It's it's corporate America. I, See, for black people, we call it favoritism. We but call it, it is. It, no, hold no. on, hold part on. Of, it's a part. Hold, hold it's on. a part of it. This is this is this is corporate America. All right, it's not about what it is. That's a that's a part of it. You have all of these things wrapped up into it, but that's corporate America. That's what you're facing. 
people have this idea about corporate America that when you get a job, you do a good job and you're going to stay yeah. and you're going to do this. But no, the same way they want to get you out in the record label, the same way that they want to hire their cousin, the same way that the girls is looking at you and he wants yep. to smash and then the girl might like you when you go to lunch, whatever it is, I got to get you out of here. There is no super duper standard that everybody's but looking for. But that's what for. I was about to say with the, the human factor. These people, like you said, it, a girl might have liked Ish. Got to get him out of here. It's that human emotion. Even though it's a corporate structure. I don't everything ain't emotional. No, no. No, I, no, no. What I'm saying is there's no, many reasons. Listen, listen, Dog, I know a girl that was a nurse in a yeah, hospital. Yeah. They gave her a promotion. They put, well, she was doing a bunch of shit in the hospital. They made her an executive. Mm hmm Right? So when you get to management. You start all over. Or you don't necessarily have union representation yeah. yep. on my shit. My Got nigga, him. right before she became fully vested, they fired her. She yeah. was on the job 19 and a half years. I think they got fully vested at 20. They fired her. And but nothing, my nigga. Yeah. No, but bottom line, we can't pay her more. Bro, like, yeah, so when it. we looking at it from a, like, uh, and I'm a big moral guy. Mm -hmm. Right? So... A lot of times, like, even Joe will be like, yo, that morality shit you be talking like, you know what I'm saying? Dog, when I come from, the, like, the moral thing, that's my thing. Bro, a lot of these people never got to look in your face. Never. So they can make a decision to ask you, and they not even going to feel it. Let me tell you. They how. don't even know what you look like. You I'm are like, a number. It's also, too, it's also, um, you know, their budgets. I had a job one time. And they had bought me in the office. They bought five of us in there. They're like, yo, we're going to put you as part of this team to review people's behavior. And then you have to decide if they're going to get terminated or not. It was five people up. We gave them all five their jobs. They pulled us back in and said, that's not how that goes. One of them has to go. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. But you have me in these people's faces. If you're going to have me ask a nigga's job, you're going to pay me this. What's the movie, yo, with George Clooney? Yeah. Which one? Up in the air. Up in the air. Yeah. Up in the air. I was doing that. I did that <laughs> Up in the air. It was You was firing and, uh, niggas? Bro. Did you get paid extra? Give me five names. I need five names. Five names. Listen. It's always five. Listen. It's always five. I'm going to close it out, S. I'm going to close out with this. I'm going to close out with this. If y'all paid attention... It's to the whole lot of, a whole lot of Dopeness. stuff. But if y'all paid attention to the one thing that he said that he did in 2002 when Ghost asked him, how did he get into real estate? He researched it. He went to a seminar mm -hmm. and he learned it mm -hmm. before he stepped into the business. A lot of y'all just take the time and say, this is what I want to do and think you're just going to step into the business and learn along the way. I always say proper preparation prevents poor performance. Bag fuel. Yo, what do you think is the next step for Lizzo? Yo, I gotta go. I'm, I'm just that saying, ain't my, that ain't my fuel, bad. Yo, like, I'm not, she do the music that she does. I'm going to get the dude. Yo, 